Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about the four hours unaccounted for of Tisha Stouk, the day that Gannon Stouk went missing. And I'm going to do a deeper dive into it, especially with the maps and where she could have gone to. If you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button and hit that notification bell. Click the share button to share this out where you can, and click the like button if you support it. With that being said, let's get into it. Where is Gannon and where could she have put him? Those two questions have been circling my mind for absolute weeks. And I'm sure everyone in the world is asking this kajillion dollar question. So I took the info that we do have and started to dig into the possibilities. Here's what I found. She has two hours to go from the Petco on North Nevada in Colorado Springs go out of town and come back to that Petco by 1 p.m. She did mention in an article that she was heading to Castle Rock, but I believe she didn't even go there, and here's why. She has one hour to go out and one hour to come back. So 11 to noon, go out, and noon to one, come back. When I map it out, it does only take about 40 minutes to get from Petco to Castle Rock according to my Google Maps, but she described that there was a wreck that day and she had to take an exit ramp. And she said she went on the exit 163. So with that and what she described, it takes 53 minutes. That would only leave her about seven to 15 minutes because it's 53 minutes and you remember she has one hour out and one hour back. That would only give her seven to 15 minutes to actually go shop for a bike for Al, purchase one, and then get in back into the vehicle and head back into Colorado Springs. Now, I don't know about you, but unless I know the exact model that I would want to buy, so it could be possible, but I don't believe she ever was in Castle Rock. And if there was a wreck and she had to take that exit, that possibly could have slowed her down as well taking that seven to 15 minute right down. So then the question is, then where did she go? What if her two hour window was actually an hour drive window and then extra time to do what she needs to do, like hide evidence and hide Gannon? She did say in her statement to Crime Online that she got lost and she had to turn around, but she didn't remember what time this was. This has been on my mind a lot. I keep coming back to this statement. So let's go exploring on a little trip with me to Google Maps. She is at the Petco at 11 a.m. checking out. She goes on the I-25 for a little drive shortly after. So she heads north out of town. She says in her statement that she takes exit 163, which is just off I-25. It's interesting that she remembers the exit number, unless maybe authorities asked her to point out where she drove and then learned about exit 163, because I don't know about you, but if you didn't have a phone and you took an exit, would you really remember what the number is? I mean, it's possible, right? But I just found that is interesting. So once she takes that off-ramp, she then goes west on County Line Road. Now, as you drive along the road, you come to an intersection. You can either turn right, which heads north, towards Castle Rock, or you take a left towards Palmer Lake. 
And there's also another road branching off onto South Perry Road. It's not directly in front, but it's off and then head north. So which way to go? Let's entertain going right first because Tisha did say that she was heading towards Castle Rock. But as I mentioned, I don't believe she went there. However, I wanted to show you something very important. There is an area that authorities were searching and it was just off no road. When you turn off on that intersection and head right, you come across no road. I know that authorities were searching at South Greenland Acres Road and no road. Now, according to Crime Online, it talks about Al asking Tisha about a two by four piece of wood and Gannon's sock being found in the woods in Douglas County. And when I look at the map, I wonder if this is the wooded area that Al was talking about. Something to note is that Tisha actually said in her statement that the wood happened to fly out of the back of her truck. And I've had so many comments of people saying, Linda, there's no way something has flown out of the back of the truck. I've owned this truck. I've owned that truck. I've had this. I had that. And they said, never, not once has this happened. So just a side note. Now, another area that authorities have searched is South Perry Park Road. So if I keep driving on no road and make a left heading south, that would be South Perry Park Road. And I'll end up at an S-curve, which is where the authorities were searching. It was the west side of that road. And they were also putting evidence markers and sifting through the snow. So these are two spots that show where she went. But I believe that she wouldn't go to these places first getting rid of evidence if she still had Gannon. So I believe that she would go somewhere else first and then get rid of evidence, wouldn't you agree? So let's go back to the initial intersection. When you first look at this intersection, you'll notice the terrain. To your right, it's quite flat, not a whole lot of mountain or trees. And if you look straight ahead, you'll start to see the mountain and then goes off to your left. And obviously, if you look left, there's a whole lot of mountain. If you wanted to hide something or someone, where would you go? Probably not right, right? Not a lot of hiding spaces from your field of vision. You're most likely to go where there's some pretty good hiding spots. And if you look at the mountains, that'd be a pretty good hiding spot, right? lots of hiding places. Let's take a look. If you take that left, you go into Palmer Lake, but Tisha's a distancer and I don't believe she would go into town. But what if she took a left and a quick right on that South Perry Park Road? Here's what I find. She ends up on South Perry Park Road, so she does that quick left, quick right. And that's the same road I mentioned that authorities were sifting through the snow. Now, before I get into that, I just wanted to say I did a quick add up of all these places so far, and it would be approximately a one hour and five minute adventure from the Petco to go around a no road and then down to that spot where they were searching. And it could be a little bit more if she got out of the truck and then walked and through the pieces of evidence. So that leaves her about 55 minutes, give or take. 
So here's where I think she could have went, and it's not only possible, it's plausible. This is a potential theory and my opinion. At that intersection, she makes a quick left and a quick right onto South Perry Park Road. But before she gets to that S-curve, she takes a little detour and goes up the mountain. She goes off Aurelia Avenue, which turns into a road called Driveway. Now from Petco to Aurelia Ave, via the detour that she mentioned off 163 exit, takes approximately 24 minutes. So now it's about 1130-ish. So she heads up this road and if you take a look, it's a dirt road with tons of trees, tons. So she would have approximately 20 minutes to go up that mountain and leave enough time to drive back down the mountain and go do that loop to get rid of evidence and then go back to Petco by 1 p.m. So at this time, it's 11.30 where she gets to Aurelia Avenue and then goes and hits this dirt road. By 11.50, she finds somewhere to stop or could find somewhere to stop. So what if she stops at the side of the road, makes sure no one's coming, opens the doors and gets Gannon out? Now we really don't know at this point if he is alive or not. But my argument is this, how can Tisha lift a 100 pound child if he is gone? Or does she get him to get out of the vehicle and take a walk for some fresh air and then does something? So now she would have five to 10 minutes approximately to bring him out and do what she has to do and then hops back in the truck. And now it's possibly noon. And now she has to go back down the mountain. And that's gonna take another 20 minutes. So now we're at 1220. But it's a good thing she took her Apple Watch and conveniently forgot her phone that day because she's gonna need a timer, right? Ding! Now I do have more on this theory as to why it is this area, but just hang on a moment and I'll get there in a few minutes. The other area I looked at was that left turn into Palmer Lake. So it's a little bit south of that dirt road. And the area I was looking at is Sundance Canyon and it's also the reservoir. The problem is it's a hiking trail. So you have to get out of the vehicle and hike it. There's no vehicles allowed. So there would be a risk of people seeing her, right? Plus it's not like she could carry him in without anybody noticing, unless she did ask him to get out, get some fresh air, go for a walk, and again, did something when no one's looking. But according to the surveillance and Roderick Drayton that morning, he described Gannon as sluggish and almost drugged. So I would think she would be unlikely wanting to be seen, especially in the condition that Gannon was in. Not that day, anyway. So let's recap on my theory. She goes from Petco at 11 a.m., heads out of town. She takes the exit 163 and heads west on the county line road. She then goes at that intersection and chooses to go South Perry Park Road and then turns off on Aurelia Avenue. She goes up the mountain and then back down. Now remember I said at this time, by the time she gets down the mountain, it's 12.20 p.m. 
She then goes and does the loop. She heads north, does that S curve, and then at no road, she turns off. And along her journey, she starts getting rid of evidence. Or, as she likes to call it, the wood in the sock just flew out the back of her truck. And then she heads back to Petco, going on to the I-25. Now, from the bottom of that mountain to do that loop and head back to Petco is 38 minutes. So guess what time it is? Ding, 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 1 p.m. Now, one issue that does come up is she could have gotten rid of the evidence and created these extra crime scenes the next day. But until I get more information, let's just go on this. Because one thing to remember is she did admit to being in that area and she did admit that the wood might have flown out of her truck. She didn't admit to anywhere that she was the next day in the rental car. And she certainly kept saying that she was going from door to door. So that's what I'm going on. So now Tisha's at Petco at 1 p.m. Now she has from 1 p.m. to around just after 2.15 p.m., which is the time that she is seen on surveillance at her home without Gannon. It only takes a half an hour to get from Petco to her home on Mandon Drive. And in my previous videos, I talk about how she has that 30 to 45 minute gap to account for. So I've been wondering what she's doing with this time. Now, her truck could be quite dusty from that mountain she went on, right? It's a dirt road. And driving it at a pretty good speed, you'd kick up some dust. So what does she do? She goes to a car wash to clean it. And I got a little info snack from the witness list. Big wave car wash. She has 45 minutes and that's where I'm betting she went. She had to clean her truck. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. So it wouldn't look like she went four by four in that day. Boom. Now from Petco to Big Wave Car Wash and then to her home on Mandon Drive is a full 37 minutes no stopping. And if I break it down, from Petco to the car wash is 20 minutes. And then from the car wash to her home is another 17, 18 minutes. But let's tack on a few more minutes taking an account of parking and getting out, etc. So she leaves the Petco at 1 p.m. and gets to the car wash by about 1.20, 1.25. So she washes her truck. 
And when I look at the car wash, it looks like there's two options, the drive-through one and a do-it-yourselfer. So she may have wanted to do the do-it-yourselfer version so that she can make sure that everything is nice and clean. I know sometimes going through some of these touchless ones, it doesn't always do a good job. But that's just my opinion. She could have done the other one and got the full meal deal. So she washes her vehicle. How long would you say it takes to wash a truck like that and go through all the cycles, you know, the pre-soak, the wash and all that? Maybe 10 to 15 minutes? If you have a truck like that, let me know in the comments below how long it would take for you to do a thorough job. So she cleans the truck and now it's 1.40 p.m. But she probably doesn't want to wash just the outside. Oh no, she probably wants to also clean the inside of the truck. Because remember, Gannon wasn't feeling too good, in her words. She's saying he had a puke bag and also had issues with soiling himself from the day before. Not to mention if that poor boy actually died in that truck. Who knows what could have happened in there. So, she now has time to clean the inside. Did she vacuum? Did she shampoo the carpets? Is that why she didn't want to pick Al up the next day in her truck? Because then he would question why the carpets were wet? And he would have a lot of questions. Is that where Gannon had his accident and soiled himself? Did she need to clean up vomit? So she has a 20 minute window to do a pretty good job in the inside. And approximately 2 p.m., she leaves the car wash and she has around 18 minutes to get home. And at 2.19 is where she's seen arriving at Mandon Drive. And that's my theory, or one of them. Please share your thoughts below so we can have a chit chat about this because it's starting to piece together. And let's talk about the evidence for just a minute. Remember when I was saying about the two by four and the sock? Well, she put that in a Crime Online article after Al had asked her about the two by four and Gannon's sock in the wooded area. Then in her rebuttal, because she has a backup of a backup, she says, oh, that? That's because I loaded up my truck and it just flew out the back. I always load up stuff like that and it just flies out. And the sock? Oh yeah, that's because Gannon actually cut his foot in the garage. And the wood? That's because Al does work woodworking and people cut themselves all the time that there could be blood on wood everywhere. So I, I do wonder what they found as well on that side of South Perry Park Road with the evidence markers and the sifting through the snow. So she's backing up everything that they could or have found. And she was sure to talk about this white bag that Gannon, just in case he got sick, would have handy. And she also made sure to talk about how he soiled himself the day before and had a tummy ache. But I'm actually thinking now that she brought that up because either they found that as evidence in the home or it was in her truck and that's why she went to the car wash to clean it out. 
and Roderick did say that Gannon seemed sluggish and like he was drugged. Well, if he did vomit, then perhaps in the truck, they also found that and traces of a drug. Possibly. Many, many, many possibilities here. Let's have a chit chat below and we can talk about this potential theory. I just feel like he, that day was put in Palmer Lake. Now, her next day in her rental car day is a whole other story and he might not even still be there. But as I'm putting these pieces together, this could be a possibility. Let's have a chit chat below. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like and don't forget to share. Thank you so much for watching. See you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.